Operation Don't Get Taken by Casey Withake. One time, I was babysitting at home when I heard a knock on the door. From the tiny diamond window in the front door, I could see the blurry form of two people, and they were holding papers. It made no difference who they were, official-looking people at the door was not going to end well, especially because they would not understand it was okay for me to watch the kids by myself because I was so mature for my age. They would twist your words to steal you from your parents and then split you up into different homes where you rolled the die. Child Protective Services may as well have been the child snatcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang as far as our family was concerned. Would my foster parents be the kind that fed me cat food and kept me in a cage? Would I get lucky and only have to be a Cinderella? Counting down the days until the system would let me escape? There were a lot of unknowns, but for sure and for certain, they would split up the twins, just for the meanness of it. My mother made sure we knew exactly what to share and what not to share, should CPS ever come a-calling. I memorized my lines, just like I memorized my Bible verses, in case the kitty pound ever came calling under the guise of our best interest. And now, here they were, knocking on the door. It was us versus them. It was go time. I ran the goal line defensive play I called, don't get taken. On my hands and knees, I crept under the window's view line. Affirmative. The door the enemy was knocking at was locked and deadbolted. Get down, I whispered to the kids. But I've recently been told I whisper yell, so the effectiveness might be called into question. Regardless, I motioned for my siblings to crouch and join me as I scaled along the walls, pulling curtains closed and un unplugging lamps from the cord as I went. All very inconspicuous, I'm sure. Once I was sure that the back door was also locked and we were safe, I threw a blanket over the dinner table as a distraction fort so that the little ones would cooperate. I hit my head on the bottom of the table slash top of our fort when the two strangers knocked again. And louder. I made mental notes of where the things were that I would need to grab if we got taken away right that second. If I ran to the back bedroom first, I could get Bun Bun and the hidden paper, the one between the overslats of our own of our bunk bed. The blankies were already near the door, and I saw the Power Ranger stuffed animal on the couch, so the kids could grab those, and I would grab our toothbrushes and hairbrush. The screen door opened. I started praying out loud. Even with the deadbolt in place, I imagined ramming sticks busting through, 
or maybe a Chuck Norris-style kick to clear it right off the hinges. The door closed again, and the figures walked down our steps and out of my view. I didn't dare call off the precautions, however. They could return with the locksmith, or, or maybe they were right around the corner, right now, waiting for us to come out from our fort table. I motioned for the kids to stay, and I again crouched below window height. Slowly, I pinched back the edge of the curtain. I just knew that there was going to be an eyeball staring right back at me, attached to an arm with a kid-catching net. Instead, my squinted eyes saw two men in white shirts and ties driving away. It was just a matter of time now. They would be back for sure and with backup. Operation Don't Get Taken Phase 2. This one was a solo mission. Stealth mode. The siblings were kept occupied and unaware because roller skating on our concrete basement floor to the Space Jam soundtrack remains one of the coolest babysitting activities of all time. Clear of the Klingons, I retrieved the folded paper with telephone numbers from my bedroom hiding spot. Back then, there were only seven digits to a phone number, but still too many for me to remember, so I kept three phone numbers written down so I would know who to call if we were ever kidnapped. It was just a maybe, but my mother was worried my dad would try to take us away from her as retaliation during one of their fights. If he did, eventually, I would have the opportunity to collect call one of the phone numbers in my pocket for help. The thing is, Probably he wouldn't tell us we were being kidnapped. Probably he would say we were going for kitty cones at McDonald's or to a church function. So I had to make sure to pay attention if dad took us out alone. What route were we taking? What landmarks could I remember if this was it? My mother assumed the most likely place he would take us was to his family in Tennessee. I would watch my Tweety Bird watch. Dread, nausea increasing with every minute hand tick. If we were in the car longer than 30 minutes, probably we were being kidnapped. I would need to start looking for street signs and a payphone. We would have to stop for a bathroom break eventually, and that's when I would call the collect numbers written down on the worn soft folded paper on this occasion it wasn't my dad but cps who was going to kidnap us i had to act fast contact information in hand i peeked again just to ensure the driveway was so clear before i made the calls there were papers shoved in the crack of the screen door It wasn't taped on the door, didn't have red letters, so we weren't being evicted. I unlocked our fortress 
and opened the door just wide enough for me to snatch the papers. It was Jesus! I had prayed for safety, and now in my hand was an illustration of a white Jesus, blonde hair flowing off of a bowed head, as if he was praying back to me. My prayers had worked. Jesus turned the kid snatchers into Jehovah Witnesses. I left the pamphlets on top of Fort Table, returned the folded phone numbers to their safe hiding place, and joined my siblings, dedicating the next gate to the big man upstairs. Hi, I'm Casey with a K. I'm recording the stories that can be found on my website, caseywithak.com. It's important to me that there is an audio version available of my stories because with one of my disabilities, visual reading is very difficult. If you're like me and audio is a better form of entertainment for you, this recording is for you, even though I hate the sound of my own voice. Thank you. Have a great day. Are you ready to buy your next book? Whether you're after an audiobook, ebook, or traditional print, you have options when it comes to what companies you purchase from. Now it is easier than ever to shop for your favorite book. Have it shipped to your doorstep if you chose print and know that you have still made a mom and pop local bookstore so, 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 so happy. If you want to know more about it, go to bookshop.org slash shop slash Casey with a K. And remember, it is .org, not .com, or just make it easy on yourself. <laughs> Go right now to bookshop.org slash shop slash Casey with a K and add it to your bookmarks because it's kind of hard to remember. And if you cannot find the book or the format that you are looking for there, for any reason, contact me and I will track it down. As an affiliate marketer, I do receive a commission for any books purchased through my link. And know that you're also helping a local bookstore, either of your choice or geographically, they'll choose one for you. Happy reading!